Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, Central Florida comes to town packing speed. Will the Red Raiders have enough bullets in their gun to survive a shootout? We investigate next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to be with you again on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks as always to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. And right now, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to see you again. And today is all about the opposition. We got a few thoughts to get into from UCF head coach Gus Malzahn. And actually, if you are a fan of the running back, if you're a mother or father, brother, sister, cousin of a ball carrier, this could be the episode for you because that will be a consistent theme throughout our conversation today, Chris, how large the ball carrier impact could be for either team in Saturday's contest here in Lubbock, four o'clock kickoff at Jones Stadium. Before we get into some of the specifics as to what UCF was able to do against a big-time ball carrier last week and what their very own is doing for them so far this season, let's get into some perspective from Coach Malzahn as to how he sees the Red Raiders and, of course, some of those big hitters wearing red and black. Here is Gus Malzahn. Joey McGuire is a guy that I know well, got a lot of respect for, a legendary Texas high school coach. Um, does a great job coaching. You can watch on film. Their guys play extremely hard. They're a physical football team. They're very good on special teams. Um, and then defensively, they don't give up a lot of big plays. They make you earn it. Offensively, they'll spread you out. They'll play fast. Um, you've got to be good in space. They're running back. I mean, now we're playing the, the uh, I guess, the second uh, uh, running back as far as yards, uh, you know, in our conference. So back-to-back weeks, you know, we got to stop the run again. But they do a good job of trying to get you in space uh, also. So be a, a good test for us. Gus Malzahn is a just uh, an older version of, of what Joey McGuire hopes to be because Gus Malzahn was a longtime high school coach. Uh, he went from Springdale, Arkansas, uh, head coach to being the offensive coordinator at Arkansas back in the day, you know, coached at Arkansas State, coached at Tulsa, uh, obviously got a big break uh, being, being the, the head coach at Auburn for as long as he was. And up until Here's your fun, a fancy little tidbit here. Up until this past weekend, he had the second largest buyout, uh, or he had the the largest buyout um, in college football history. Now it would be the second, uh, thanks to his uh, his counterpart Jimbo. <laughs> he Fisher. looks well rested. <laughs> yeah, nice that's tan. right. But but he, he, I think he got, I think Auburn paid him like twenty one million. Jimbo got seventy six. Bit of a difference there, some 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 gap, uh, but yeah, this is a uh, so whenever things happen at Auburn, I think UCF kind of pounced on it because what what happened with UCF there for a little bit is they had Scott Frost, he jumped for Nebraska, they had Josh Heupel, he jumps for uh, Tennessee, and so I think they wanted somebody that was I don't want to say like on the on the down slide, but somebody that was a bit older, more established. And wasn't looking to UCF as a stepping stone. 
<clears throat> and so Gus Malzahn provides them some stability. And, and you look at their roster, a ton of SEC flavor on their roster. And so he knows what it looks like. Uh, and uh, this here's your statement that I'll, that I'll, I'll make to you. This will be the second fastest team you play all season. And that includes Texas. But this is the second fastest team behind Oregon that you'll play all season, just just in general, which is a bit of a scary thought. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah, and given specifically what we've seen uh, in some weeks prior that have been a handful for Texas Tech that aren't on that short list of fastest teams that you'll see all season. I'm thinking about some specifics, but of course I'm thinking about somebody like Avery Johnson. I'm thinking about what we spent so much time last week talking about, Chris, which was speed in bunches for Kansas, whether it was Neil who did reel off a big hitter, 60 yards to the house, uh, or Jason Bean. And by the way, as you're around the football facility this week, I don't know if you're overhearing anybody you know, talking about what's Casey saying this week, what's his idea this week for what we should do, because I gave him the golden key last week. I said, Ben, Jason Bean in half. He'll never get to that 10-3 or whatever, and I'll be damned. They just go right out and make him into a pretzel. Maybe not a bad idea again this week against UCF, but uh, yeah, you got to have some confidence if you are a Knights fan or a Citronauts fan because of how stingy they were last week, Chris. Let's take a look at really what was possibly the biggest factor in a huge win over Oklahoma State. Now, I know you saw 45-3, to so obviously UCF's offense was doing plenty of heavy lifting, but on the defensive side of things, I think was probably where it had to start because they were facing a running back that up to that point, had gone for six consecutive 100-yard days, including 271, 282 against Cincinnati and West Virginia in weeks prior to that. Of course, we're talking about Ollie Gordon there for Oklahoma State. What did he do against that stingy Citronaut D? He went for 25 yards on 12 carries, which is just kind of hard to imagine. Let's take a listen to, again to UCF head coach Gus Malzahn on how that came to be. First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. And eBay Motors has you covered with everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep that ride-or-die ride on the road. Or if you're just looking to elevate your car's game to the next level of performance, they got what you're looking for. With roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, superchargers, and accessories of all kinds to fit your style, whether you're looking for speed, power, or design, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts to perfectly fit what you need. So just head over today to ebay.com slash motors, where you're going to always find exactly what you're looking for. And with no risk because of eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit just right every time or your money back, keeping you burning rubber and not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to keep your ride or die ride on the road and moving your life forward at ebay.com slash Motors eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Let's take a listen to, again to UCF head coach Gus Malzahn on how that came to be. We're real proud of our with our guys and our run fits right there. You know, we, we talked about our defensive line playing in the other team's backfield, being a little more aggressive and not doing as much reading, but being a little more aggressive. And that's really what started out in the first quarter that helped our fits, helped our linebackers, our defensive line, did a better job of keeping uh, off the linebackers. And then when they did single block, they came off and and made plays and then our safeties you know they fit uh you know one of our safeties caused a fumble another one you know made a really good tackle right there um you know in, in the hole so you know it's just kind of growing as a defense and uh played our best game uh, against the hottest probably the hottest offense in college football last week we got to continue that and carry that over this week because we got another real running back that we got our hands full with too here's the conundrum here UCF is one of the worst rush defenses in the country. Statistically, they're giving up close to 200 yards on the ground. I believe that's like 127th out of 133 Division I teams. I think, though, that they have been a bit dinged up. I think they haven't figured out things out. And all of a sudden, they go against the top running back in the country and shut him down. So which one is it, Knights? Who, who are you? Will the real Citronaut stand up, please? Um, yeah, so I, I don't, you know, the, the Oklahoma State game. So let's look at it this way. Hangover effect for Oklahoma State, you know, huge monster win, maybe the biggest win in their program history, some are saying. You're dunking the goalpost in the pond. You're probably like, you know, like waking up, going to Tuesday practice. You've had so much, uh, you know, feel good going on. Um, and, 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 but, but then you show up and it's the bounce house and it's UCF is just chomping at the bit for their first home conference win. And they're kind of waiting on you. And then it starts raining sideways and it just keeps raining sideways and they can't throw the football. You can't hold on to the football. You turn it over four times and it just snowballs on you and you look up and you've turned it over three or four times UCF is rolling. They're like, man, I'm used to this uh, this sideways rain. Like Ford's going it rained. <laughs> it just kept on raining from underneath. It's sideways rain and a little bit of stinging rain. Um, and then you know, so all, all of that factors in. And so I don't know if 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 the, their defense is back. Was it all the circumstances? Is it both? Yeah. But the the Ollie Gordon is legit. He's the top runner in the country. They they basically shut him down. Uh, I think like a, a under two yards a carry. He had 25 total. Yep. So I don't know. You know, um, we'll we'll see if it was legitimately all their defense. Was it the circumstances? Was it some of both? I don't know. I'm just trying to give it some context. Yeah, and I think that context is important because it is one of those days where if you're an Oklahoma State head coach, I, maybe you're burning the game film because just absolutely nothing. <laughs> Nothing there that you did well. Uh, you obviously want to learn from a failure, so I don't Drop know. Maybe the they game hang on to it. the pond. Yeah, throw that out there with the field goal post, I guess. But it was just as bad as it gets, whether offensively, defensively, or any points uh, in between uh, for the Cowboys against UCF a week ago. But, you know, I before we get to the guy that we're going to see in uh, uh, white, gold, black, baby blue, Gray. I'm trying to remember what their palette actually looks like. Anyway, RJ Harvey we'll get to in just a moment, who only went for 206 while Ollie Gordon was going for 25 <laughs> last time out against the Cowboys. 
the Big 12 Conference, you look at the list and it's like 1,000-yard rusher, another 1,000-yard rusher, another 1,000-yard rusher. Is this the league of the ball carrier? And unfortunately for Texas, their guy's sideline and Jonathan Brooks, he's done for the year. But he was number three. It goes Gordon, Taj Brooks, Jonathan Brooks, R.J. Harvey, and Imani Bailey, who we've already seen, all over 1,000. Devin Neal, who we just saw for Kansas, 35 yards shy of 1,000. He's probably going to top that mark. Quite a year uh, for those toting the rock in the Big 12. It, uh, it, you know, again, it just shows you how the sport kind of cycles a bit, uh, the league cycles a bit, you know, because you're right, a lot of feature uh, running backs. And where where are the, the stud wide receivers in this league? Where are the first-round quarterback types in this league? You know, but I, I don't know. But you've definitely got some some dudes that can carry the football. There, There's no question. And teams have teams have leaned on them. You know, it's not like, you know, hey, they're talented, but, you know, they, they don't they don't carry it a ton. No, you're 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 handing it to these all these guys a lot. It's it, it wasn't something I was necessarily expecting, but it's certainly a, a thing. Does it stay this way long term? Like, I don't I don't think it does for for Texas Tech. I, I don't because I don't know who that guy is next year for you. There's nobody on your team other than Taj Brooks that can one be that well-rounded with the position be that durable with the position and that that can you know be effective enough carrying the football 31 times give or take every single Saturday it just it just doesn't they're, they're not there and that may be the case with a, with a lot of uh, of these situations but anyway it is worth mentioning though that the league has kind of changed a bit you know you want to back up keep everything in front of you okay we're gonna major in the run game not now how are you gonna adjust well let's let's start running the option. Uh, to the outside let's do I mean you know so there's all kinds of like subtle changes and scheme and, and and all that stuff it's been kind of fun to watch it you know uh I don't know, come full circle in in some ways yeah man it, it's been really interesting to see and of course if you are a fan of black and blue football which I am not the only way to skin a cat but uh, I do like to see it it's been enjoyable to watch particularly if your team that you root for is one of those that's doing it really well which obviously Taj Brooks and Texas Tech is. And to your point about a receiver or a quarterback, where are they? I, I don't know if this was actually finalized, but I think we were just hearing maybe yesterday or a couple of days ago about the highest paid quarterback in the Big 12 Conference uh, leaning towards returning for another year. So I that would indicate to you, obviously, what that landscape uh, looks like. A little bit surprising, maybe. And oh, by the way, if you're looking for a receiver with some eye-popping statistics or where is the guy that's getting the most attention may not actually be one that fits in the eye-popping category, but who's at the top of the list in the Big 12 Conference and what school is beside their name? Uh, Javon Baker, UCF is beside his name. Leading receiver also happens to be coming to town yardage-wise uh, here on Saturday afternoon for a 4 o'clock kick. So back to some of that speed that Chris Level has already alluded to. I don't know exactly how you would describe the guy that we want to wrap up our conversation with here today, Chris and RJ Harvey. Bread and butter, is it speed? Is it power? Is it between the tackles? Is it on the outside, yards after contact, et cetera? Before we get to some thoughts on him, let's defer to the head coach. Once again, Gus Malzahn talking about his running back, RJ Harvey, who, as I mentioned, went over 200 against the Cowboys last week. First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And fall is in the air. Helmets are on heads. Briskets are on smokers. And the action is with America's number one sports book. And there's never been a better time to join in on that action 
than right now because new FanDuel customers can bet only $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. So dive in and join in on the fun with FanDuel by downloading their safe, secure, and easy-to-use app where you can bet on all things under the sports sun. And when you're a winner, you're always paid instantly with FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And sign up today to bet 5 bucks and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Which Once again, Gus Malzahn talking about his running back, R.J. Harvey, who, as I mentioned, Went over 200 against the Cowboys last week. Well, keep in mind, you know, he was a, or a quarterback in high school. He's a quarterback at Virginia. And the last two years been learning to play the running back position. I think things are starting to slow down for him. Uh, he is very patient. Um, his lateral quickness, there's a couple plays where they did some stunts and they had some defensive linemen in the backfield. And he just went lateral, ended up turning, you know, uh, a possible negative play for just a regular running back into a 12, 13-yard gain. I mean, he's he's got that ability. And then, of course, you know, when he breaks, I mean, he's got real speed too. So uh, playing good without the ball too. So he's starting to establish himself as one of the better running backs in our league and probably in the country. In the end zone 12 times over 1,000 yards, uh, another tough one to deal with for Texas Tech. What, what what you said he's going to be a problem yeah see you tomorrow uh, chris yeah that's right yeah i mean yeah that uh yeah like if we're playing charades yeah point to the nose point to the board like yeah you, you yeah keep yeah more um yeah th- th- this this dude is uh so, so some background if you hear gus Malzahn telling the story there he's a quarterback in high school he's also a quarterback at virginia does that sound familiar to you yeah, is he linebacker next year where's he going <laughs> because uh, you, you have a former quarterback at Virginia that you've converted to linebacker that will try to tackle R.J. Harvey uh, all day uh, on Saturday. So no wonder just, Virginia stinks. They what was Virginia doing? Yes. <laughs> like, linebackers at quarterback. <laughs> or or, or maybe, maybe they're just trying to recruit really good football players and put them at quarterback. I don't know. Thanks um, anyway. But R.J. Harvey, he, he's 5'8", he's but he's about just under 200 pounds. But speed is his deal. And again, I think learning the position and all that, is he, uh, th- this is going to be a guy that just makes you miss. That's the scary thing about him. Like he, you can bottle him up and then he kind of pivots and he's gone. You know, I, I think it, it, cause look at, look at his touchdown numbers. You just kind of touched on it. What has Taj Brooks been in the end zone? What, six times? I think eight. Eight. Yep. Okay. Eight. And, and those are mostly like, red zone or, or around the goal line, this dude's got some, he's got some long ones like Devin Neal had against you last. Uh, so that's the scary thing about RJ Harvey is that you can kind of play it well and then look out. Um, and, and then you, you've got John Rice Plumley, his quarterback, who's also very athletic and, and John Rice Plumley rushed for over 200 yards several years ago against LSU. I want to say, when he was at Ole Miss. So now is he completely hundred percent now? I don't know, but that's the dynamic that you've got. And then you've got the, the, because I think I, I can't, I think I said this to you, Cowan, like yesterday with Kansas, it was the scheme that really concerned you. Yeah. They had some dudes in, in it, but it was the scheme. This is just like, they've got dudes and like, you've got to be able to win one-on-ones, you know, you, they're going to just, 
shotgun it and throw it deep. And, you, you know, they've got some size and speed on the outside. You mentioned uh, Baker, uh, who's the leading receiver in the Big 12. But then it's going to be kind of a, like that zone read stuff with, with Harvey and Plumlee, it, it's a bit dicey there because either one of them can can hurt you big time. So, yeah, the, the, the speed component, that's why Joey McGuire was hoping for cold. Get these Florida boys in some cold weather and we'll see how they, they react to it. But your crowd... Your crowd's going to have to help you here because this is a this is a team that is kind of they dealt with a quarterback injury like you did. He missed three or four games. Uh, they got a, a devastating loss to Baylor and just got rattled and then didn't really recover. But the skill here, and again, I'm just going to tell you. I mean, it's you know now you did a great job against Oregon, uh, against Bo Nix. Uh, against Bucky Irving, against Troy Franklin, although Troy Franklin, Troy Franklin got that one shot down the field on you. But that's what you're dealing with here. This is big-time speed, and, um, and and I think they've got a little confidence now because they were 0-5 in the league, but now they're 2-5. They've won two in a row. Again, sound familiar? Red Raiders are kind of been riding that trajectory yeah. too after winning a couple. So, yeah, this one, man – yeah, your your crowd and and you just have to play well. Um, and I also think what's fascinating is that you got these two running backs, but I, I really think it's the two quarterbacks that are gonna gonna affect the game the most because this is a game for Texas Tech, anyways. That you, you're gonna have to throw it some. You're gonna have to throw it because I, I will equate it to this. Last year, you went up to Ames, Iowa, and you won fourteen to ten. Field position, cold weather. Road win, grind it out. It was ugly, but you don't care because you win it. Next week, you have to come back and you have to play Oklahoma in a shootout. Offense kind of had to bail out, you know, the defense a bit. And I wonder if we have similar vibes going on this weekend. If you're going to be in a position to where you've got to, I mean, 16 points is not going to win the game Saturday. You know, I mean, yeah, you'll so, need that in the first quarter or something like well, that. Well, yeah. I mean, th- this is Each a team. Quarter. Yeah. This is a team that's going to score some and you've got to be able to you know but again we'll see how Baron's feeling we'll see kind of what what the vibe is what the weather is like but I don't know I just wonder if you're gonna you know if, if you're gonna get into a I don't want to say like shootout per se but if it's close if it tilts that way I am uh very hesitant to want Texas Tech to attempt a shootout I don't think we have the bullets I really don't offensively I, I think you better try your damn best to make it look like it did last week to have your best chance to win you better pull the old opposite of of mike leach deal what they used to do to us try and keep his guys on the sideline try and keep the offense on the sideline i want deliberate drives i want methodical clock usage and i want plenty of taj brooks because i just don't see the bullets if you do try to get into some type of uh shootout with these guys it's just wild statistically chris to take a look at some of what's going on in the big 12 conference we mentioned uh javon baker there at the top of the receiving list well you know who else is there for ucf at number four they got two of the top five kobe hudson is right there long plays for those two this year 86 and 75 and i'm going back to the rushing statistics you mentioned rj harvey's big play capability his long rush this year 92 you look at the top five running backs in the league uh statistically total yardage taj brooks number two on that list at their biggest plays, Chris, they go 75, 38, 67, 92, 74. That 38 stand out to you? That's us. 
And back to the pass catchers, you can look top 25 in the Big 12 total yardage. You will not find a Red Raider. There is not one on the list. I think 425 is your top yardage, man, and that's Jerron Bradley or something in that range. So I I don't know where you get the bullets for a shootout. i got to be honest, and that's going to be something I'm most curious about is actually how you approach it. I know you're typically faster. You've scored more points, et cetera, on your home turf. So maybe we see some of that, but – uh, man, I would be a little bearish if it was going to be a total all-out gunfight <laughs> between these two. It'd have to be kind of out of character, I guess, or out of type for Texas Tech to win a game like that. that yeah, and I, and, and I don't, I don't want to say that this is what you intend to do. I just think yeah. you need to be prepared for it because of what you just read off of. Yeah. UCF is going to – they're, they're going to get some stuff, and I just think you've got to be able to respond. And, yeah, you – I, I do. I think you touch on it there. I think you do play much better at home. I think that um, I think that, that there's certain guys at home that just. I mean, like Xavier White, for example. I mean, like he. There, there's times where you know it, you know you don't aren't aware of him in, in some games, and then these home games for whatever reason, it's like he. It's like screen pass is 60 yards later. You know, I mean, it's just you know <laughs> one of those kinds of deals. It needs to be a, a moment uh, on Saturday for for some of these guys, though. Uh, yeah, you need to. You just need to play well, and it's kind of a. I, I don't. I don't want to phrase it like this, although I don't really know any other way to to say it. But it, not, it needs to be kind of a, a push your chips to the middle of the table type scenario. You know, as far as bowl eligibility, uh, as far as home game using that atmosphere in your favor, uh, I just think you kind of you know, empty your holster. I mean, you know, and like, here, here we go. Like you got anything gadgets, you got any, you know, cause I mean, this is to extend your season, boy, you, you need to get this one. I just don't know what life looks like if you, if you drop this one and then have to go to Austin and, and try to get that one when they're, they've got everything on the line, you know, they can't afford any kind of slip up and they could get got in Ames, Iowa on Saturday night too. Sure. Talking about the Texas Longhorns. That's a, a small point spread. They they grow that grass up thick in Ames. Should be cold. It won't be warm uh, there, and so you know you never know what that dynamic will, will look like. But yeah, you need to take care of your business on Saturday, and I, ideally, you'd love to win both. I'm not. I'm just. But I, I I'm all about bird in the hand, man. And if you can get one on Saturday, get it by all means. And then uh, so I. But you you make a valid point on on the you know, the, the bullets, but I, I do think Taj will have some success here. I really do. I don't think they will be able to just stop him uh, repeatedly. And yeah. and I think you'll ask them to stop him repeatedly, but bottom line, you got to be able to throw it some, it's got to be more of what you're, you're doing to help out Taj, if anything, you know, and yeah. I think, you know, but we'll see how Baron is, is doing, but their big play capability Oof, yeah. it's there. Yeah, you'd have it's to not- take like five of our guys to get ninety-two yards. You know, on a. I mean, honestly, that's really wild to me. I mean, if you have not rung the bell for the air raid being gone just yet, I know that's not what they run or whatever. Uh, ring it now, because to not have a pass catcher like top twenty, top twenty-five territory in the Big Twelve statistically is mind-boggling for somebody that lived through the two thousand to two thousand ten era. Uh, watching this offense, but that's where they are, where they are, and that's fine. By the way, win a game however you want. I don't care. By if the it's way, two to zero. Speaking of these conversations, um, I think that 
Jordan Brown's mom was at the game this past Saturday. Sorry, praying over her baby boy in the uh, cinematic recap. Okay, very good. Yes, I thought that I'd seen this. Mrs. Brown, hello, yep. shout out. Love to see uh, a Locked On Texas Tech viewer uh, highlighted in the team highlight film. Absolutely. And I think, <laughs> I, I bet that game on Saturday was especially fun for, for Jordan because he had transferred from Kansas. There you go. To Texas Tech. So, yeah. That's right. Hey, um, I see, this, and he's a guy. He's a guy that can get into a shootout. He's got some juice. Let it out. Share it. <laughs> Let's get that squeeze on on Saturday. I'd love to see that juice. I mean, this is everything aside from the logo on the helmet on the eastern sideline has the makings of a big game Saturday in Lubbock, Texas. This is a sneaky big game. It's all on Texas Tech fans to show up, be loud, be rowdy, and obviously the Red Raiders to put it out there. You are not, I understand, looking at the schedule and thinking, UCF, can't wait for that classic mid-November matchup. I get that. But both of these teams are trying to claw their way to something more interesting. Both of these teams have some recent momentum. Both of these teams are probably healthier now than they have been in some period of time, at least to a degree. And I got to tell you, I'm excited for this one, and more so than I probably thought I would be just a few weeks ago. Because, yeah, it you've still got another chance in Austin if you don't get it done, obviously. But, look. None of us want to be leaving it up to a trip to Austin to extend your season. So uh, let's get it done on Saturday, boys. Looking forward to it, and we've still got some time to visit with you before we get to that one. And also, join us again on the other side for a hoops primer as Grant McCaslin and the Red Raiders set to be back in action. The continued assault on AM System Universities continues. It's the Islanders from right now near the beach, man, who are coming to the LBK fit in the description of the next potential victim. So we'll have some hoops conversation to get into and, of course, continue to get you ready for Red Raiders and Knights of Central Florida. Chris, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoyed it, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Always and forever. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, keep hope alive, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> you just made me blush. He's Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode, and we'll see you for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.